0: hi everybody um it's been a wow it's been a while since i recorded anything i just wanted to get something out there real quick um because this was like this has been on my mind so heavy lately like i have just like been putting something off along with my podcast um but something that i really want to do like professionally i have just been putting it off putting it off putting it off um not doing it not worried about doing it well worried about doing it but not thinking about doing it excuse me and um Somebody very close to me, basically, like, you know, we had a conversation yesterday and it was like, you know, basically, wow, I sound so nervous and y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, they told me that, um, if it's something that I really want to do and I feel like, you know, I'll be good at it, I should just do it. It is what it is. If it don't work out, I mean, at least I tried. Great, great, great. Cool. Um, which honestly, like, did push me to be like, okay, I might as well just do this. I might as well just do it. But it's been this, uh, minister on TikTok who, like, I really like, I see, like, their videos. Um, you know, like the little one minute, three minute videos or whatever. Their family is hilarious. Um, it is what it is, you know, excuse me, but she has been hosting Bible study on her page every single morning. Um, as far as I know. Since I have been following this page for weeks. And um, I never tune in, never. As soon as I hear, um, you know, a Bible verse or something about the Bible, I just keep on scrolling. Not that I'm against the Bible or anything, but um, you get a lot of people um, when you talk about religion, not just Christianity, but religion in general, you get a lot of people who um, use that to get money, to do this, to do that. Um, Today, (laughs) today it was about not doing something that God called you for purposefully. Like, you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing and you're purposefully not doing it for whatever reason and then thereafter, things are going horribly in your life. Um, And I would not necessarily, actually, I would never put myself in that category. Um, Things are not going bad in my life. I would say that the particular thing for my future that I want to do, I have always wanted to do it. I just was always afraid and always pushing it off, always finding excuses, not doing this, not doing that. And, um, not necessarily that like, oh my gosh, my life is falling apart, nothing goes my way, blah, blah, blah. It's not necessarily that. It's just that, um, other career paths are not working out for me. Um... Going to school has not worked out for me. And it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm f- I failed or whatever. Like, I didn't flunk out of college. It's just things, um... Like, things as far as, like, financial aid and stuff like that. Like, things just, like, continuously get in the way. And then, like, with work, things have, like, continuously gotten away. Um... Even dating back to... Before I even got my first job. It's always something, always something, always something. excuse me. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm doing this. So, I'm so sorry that with all the yawning. But I got to get this off my chest. And so, I won't say like, oh my gosh, my life is just so horrible. Woe me, pity me, you know, whatever. Um, no. But... It's just the simple fact that, like, I do have to own up to the fact that things have not been working out for me. I have not been happy as far as my career goes. And it really does not have anything to do with school. Um, because I know plenty of people who are successful in life and happy with their life without finishing college. Without even starting college. So it's not that. And I know it's not that. And so we could just... We'll go ahead and get off of that because <laughs> that's not it, but her words and um the scriptures that she picked and the prayer thereafter like the whole entire um situation it just got a hold of me, and I do not consider myself to be um christian even though i do believe in god i do believe in a higher power i do pray um i even read the bible um i guess like what i mean by i don't consider myself to be a christian is like i don't go to church and i believe in karma a lot more than a lot more than um anything else I guess is what I would say not more than a higher power but there's like a higher power and then karma and then any other belief that I have underneath that so I think like I would consider myself to be like a spiritual person, an open person. But as far as like saying like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm a devout, you know, like I, I just would never say that. It would be misleading, and um, I'm, I I don't want to be that type of person. But um, I think like normally when I see like this uh person. On live and they are like doing a sermon or reading from the Bible, um, I skip it. I don't even like allow them to um, get out a full sentence. But today the difference was, it came up on TikTok. You know how you like scrolling and people lives like just pop up. So yeah, her life popped up and. When it did, um, it just so happened that at that same time, my son needed something. And so, like, I got up and I was helping him with that. And my phone was, like, loud. It was loud enough for me to hear, even though I wasn't right next to it. And it just really got to the point after a couple sentences that I was like, I need to hear this. I need to. And it was more important than anything I had going on. Um... I mean, obviously, like I said, I, <laughs> I was taking care of my kids, but I didn't keep scrolling. I didn't just, Golly, excuse me, sorry. I didn't just keep scrolling. I didn't just like leave it where it was. Um, I listened and it's just so crazy to me that it just so happened to be something that I was already talking to someone that's close to me about and it was like i don't know i i'm just one of those people who really believe like things happen for a reason like i do not believe in coincidences people can call me paranoid all they want they can say like oh it's not that big of a deal you make too much out of it um you can say what you want to say but i personally i do not believe in coincidences Life has taught me that there's no such thing as a coincidence. And even if you can, at one point in time, write something off as like, oh, this person called me and talked to me about A, B, and C, and um, I was already thinking about that. That's so crazy. What a crazy coincidence, right? That's crazy. But then you cannot make up for a stranger who does not know you, who the only interaction you have ever had with this person is watching their videos and liking their videos. And they have over 50, 100,000 followers, like they have all of these people and all you have ever given them is one like here or there. Because I'm not like somebody who go through this person page and like watch all their videos and like, 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 I'm not on all their social medias, none of that. It's just every once in a while I see them pop up on TikTok and I like their videos. But I will say that every single morning for two weeks straight, I have seen this person go live and I have scrolled past every single time. Kept going, kept going, kept going. So you cannot account for it. I could say like, okay, me and this person that called me, we're close. Um, Of course this person would text me And check up on me And you know see how stuff is going I'm close to this person And they know my thought process They kind of know what's going on in my life So of course they would know A, B, and C Of course That could be a coincidence Oh, what a small little coinkydink yeah, yeah, yeah. But this other person is a stranger to me They don't know me I haven't inboxed them asking them for Advice or a prayer Or anything like that So the fact that they, um, the fact that that was on their mind and on their heart, and that's what they chose to, um, speak about. To me, that was just so, um, it was too much. It was too much for me to just try to be like, eh, it doesn't mean anything because it's just, I'm just not that type of person. Like, It meant something. It definitely did. Regardless of how many people she reached with her word and, and, and with her Bible and how many people believe in her or whatever the case, I'm not here to try to convince nobody of nothing. I just really had to get this off my chest because I was like, dang, you know, that is so crazy. And another thing that I don't feel like is a coincidence is... Two people who I know and love have both brought up a conversation about negativity, like being around a negative person and, um, like basically like that brings negativity into your life. Even if it's only like negative thinking, even if it's only a bad attitude and, um, Today really showed me that that was true. Like it really was true. Like, okay, so I, I the the negative person, I talked to them like early this morning, um, and then um, a little bit after that, I was cleaning up my house, which normally made me feel better, and it did it and it wasn't working, and um, today was. I have been trying to, like, get my daughter to, like, clean up her room on her own. And so, like, she just kept on, like, she just kind of was, like, slow poking about it, I guess. So, I kept on saying, go clean your room, honey. Pick up this. Pick up that. Do this. Do that. Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this? Did you do that? And eventually, she was like, I did! And I was like, excuse me? I do not have a teenager not yet and so I'm like what excuse me should we both start yelling at each other and get attitudes like is that how you want to like is that how you want this day to go are you sure and she was like no I'm sorry I, I didn't mean to say it like that you know blah blah and for some reason. Normally, I, I I will let it go. This is my little baby girl. I don't, um, hold on to stuff like that. But today I was like, um, you don't ever talk to me like that. Do you understand me? You don't take that tone with me. I don't appreciate that. But obviously, I was yelling. And she got all teary eyed because I don't normally yell. Um, and... Of course, I ended up talking to her about it, and I I, honestly and truthfully, I did not feel bad because I really, truly did not appreciate her tone, and I feel like that's something that you do have to knit in the bud, like, because I personally feel like if you let your kids talk to you any type of way at a young age, and you just always write it off as, oh, they're young, oh, I'm going to let it go, oh, I'm going to let it go, oh, I'm going to let it go, they turn into teenagers that talk to you any type of way, adults that talk to you any type of way. And if you raise a child to use any type of tone with you, talk to you any type of way, say anything to you, you are not the only person that they're going to treat like that. They're going to treat others like that in, in the world. And how do you keep a job that way? How do you succeed in school or on a team or in life? Talk just Just talking to people any type of way. And I always, I teach my daughter that, it's okay to express yourself. It's okay to be sad, mad, um, happy. It's even okay. To, it's okay to gloat. It's okay to, um, sulk. It's okay. But what's not okay is treating somebody horribly because you feel horrible. That's not okay, and it's not an excuse. Of course, every once in a while it's going to happen, whether it's um on a conscious level or on a subconscious level. sometimes we just kind of take our anger out on others. so I'm never trying to like say that that's not the case, but my point in teaching her that is that when it does happen, you will immediately recognize it. You immediately say, "I'm not really mad at this person." I'm mad at myself. I'm not really mad at my teacher. I'm mad at my mom. I'm not really mad at my supervisor. I'm mad because I haven't talked to my dad in two weeks and I really miss him. I don't know why he's not answering the phone for me. You, you start to at least be able to see that, damn, I made a mistake. And I have to correct that mistake because it's not right. You cannot treat people any type of way and then expect for them to be like, oh, well, normally she's nice. So but, like life do not work like that. It don't. And so anyway, um, I did. I felt bad for hurting her feelings. I did. But I did not feel bad for correcting the behavior because it was unacceptable. I clean up my daughter's room all the time. After, um, when she has company and, um, they tear up her room and break her toys and all this other stuff. And, which is fine because toys break. I'm sorry, but materialistic things don't really matter to me. So, that's not really the point of this. Um, but I'm always there. Help her clean up her room or clean it up myself or whatever the case. Um, I mean, she is a child, so, you know, she's not gonna get it spick and span, but there are things that she can do by herself, and I, lately, at least, um, have just been doing them for her, because I feel like, you know, oh, it's just easier, it's faster, you know, whatever, so, the last time that I cleaned up her room, I had it all organized and cleaned, vacuumed, um, washed the walls, like, it was, it was, stick and stand and then um it was destroyed because she wanted to play with her company and then chose not to tell this person look if we play together we have to clean up together and then not only that I also told her if you say that to them and they still choose to play but then tell you I'm not going to clean up come to me come tell me And I will say something. And even then it was just like. She didn't want to make that person mad. But it didn't matter that. I was. I'm not going to be mad. Because again that's not really something to be mad about. But just basically that. We had had this conversation. And it was going to be very disappointing to me. That now once again her room is destroyed. And she's expecting for me to hop up and clean it. So. I said to her, um, you know what? I'm not going to help you clean your room again. You are going to see exactly how it feels to sweat and get frustrated and get overloaded by cleaning up this huge mess, all these toys, um, take, throwing away all of this stuff because it's broken or... Um, you chose not to throw away a chip bag when you're not supposed to be eating chips in here anyway, like all this stuff. So I'm like, you know what? You don't clean up yourself. So she had to clean up herself today, um, which has been over a week since we had this conversation and since I have even made her clean up her room. So she had to clean it up and, um, it was like, she was really mad. She was really frustrated. She couldn't believe that I did I wouldn't go in there and help her pick up. And I didn't. But it was just like when she when we when I was telling her, like, I would go in there and check in on her progress and say, like, okay, now it's time to do this, now it's time to do that. And when she just like blew up and was like, I did. I am doing it. I was like <laughs> you're not doing it. If you were doing it, I wouldn't have to stand here and tell you how to do it. But now you see how frustrating it is to clean up this whole entire room by yourself when you weren't the only person playing with these toys. And in my case, you didn't play with the toys at all. So there was that. We had a conversation afterwards, and I told her, I said, um... My words and my tone was not meant to hurt your feelings. I never want to purposefully hurt your feelings. And if I do hurt your feelings, I want you to always be able to say, Mom, that hurt. You know? But I do not take my words back because I meant them. I didn't say that out of anger. I might have yelled because I was frustrated but I was not angry. I did not accidentally say that to you. You do need to check your attitude when you talk to other people. That's not okay. You don't want somebody yelling at you, but you just yelled at me. And I yell back and now you're crying. I wanna cry. I don't like when people yell at me. That's not an age thing. That's a human thing. And so then I just told her, like, look, if you don't want to have to clean your room up by yourself, then it's time for you to start saying something about it. And if you want to keep on not saying anything and um, just (laughs) going with the flow, because that's what everybody wants you to do, obviously besides me, then you will have to clean up your room. And you will be doing it on your own. And all these toys that are broken, you will have to throw them away yourself. I will not sneak do it anymore for the sake of not wanting you to cry because you didn't realize it was broken or whatever the case. No. It's time for, at the very least... For you to clean up your own room. And that's okay. I don't make her clean up the living room. She don't help me with the dishes. Or sweeping or mopping the kitchen. Or anything like that. She don't help me in the kitchen. She help me cook. But that's obviously because that's something like. You know a little fun like family activity. We might bake a cake together. Or you know something like that. But. She doesn't have any other. Responsibilities. Besides cleaning up her own mess and that includes her room that's it and so like I feel like the negative person that I talked to this morning did have an effect on how quick I was to yell because I don't normally yell at her I will I might like use a stern tone like I said excuse me And for her, like, normally, that just straightened her right up. But this morning, she has such a bad attitude. And I can't help but feel like it's because this person gave me a bad attitude. A bad vibe, I guess I would say. Because we didn't necessarily argue or anything like that. But it's just that I'll talk to this person. And it's just, it's it just was a vibe. I I don't know how to describe it. But, excuse me, sorry. Um... So I feel like it just rubbed off on her. And then later on in the day, um, same negative person. Oh my god, I don't want to get into that because it's gonna to be too much. This later on in, in the day, it just was another like negative vibe. And, um, I got like overly frustrated about something minor, and um like literally just had to walk away. I didn't yell this time, I didn't you know go overboard or nothing like that, but it was just like a very small situation that always happened with kids. It's not something that's like, oh my gosh, she needs to go to boot camp or something like that. It just was a very small situation. And I literally had to walk away and go sit in the bathroom to stop myself from being that negative person. Because at the end of the day, I am shaping and molding um, somebody who is going to be in society without me. Eventually, it's just going to be her she won't be able to say, like, well, my mom always yelled at me and that's why I act like this now. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not an excuse. It's a lot of people who moms yell and they was okay. Or it's a lot of people who, um, I mean, really anything you could think of. Somebody else have been through that. And for you to sit here and use that as an excuse to have a negative attitude and always be ready to argue and fight and go toe-to-toe with the next person... That is not okay. It's not. So. I just. It's important to me as a parent. To like. You can't really like. 100% control your emotions. Because to me that's very toxic. It's toxic to. Pretend like you're always happy. Um. It's toxic to hide when you cry. It's okay for at least the people who are in your home. It's okay for them to see it. And to ask questions. And it's also okay for you to say, we'll talk about it later. I really, I I don't want to talk about it right now. That's fine. I personally feel like. You know, you don't really have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about, but it does feel good to know that somebody's like, oh my gosh, you know, are you okay? Like, it seemed like you're a little bit off today. But anyway, um, I think, um... I think that sometimes, like, it's okay to separate yourself from certain people. No matter how long y'all been friends, no matter if it's a family member um, or you in a relationship and it's just been, like, one thing after another, over and over again, boom, 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 boom. And you feel like, gosh, like, when is this? (laughs) When is the happy start? I think it's okay to separate yourself. You'll be fine. Um, But you have to come to that inner peace for yourself. Nobody can bring you to that. And nobody can make you be happy with yourself. So you do have to come to those conclusions on your own when you're ready. But the best thing I ever did for myself was to start to be happy for me. And I think um, that's why, like, I haven't been to those dark places that I was, like, for instance, as a teenager. So it's like, yeah, you really have to learn to um, just say, like, you know what, that's that person's opinion. And that person is entitled to their opinion. And they can have whatever opinion they want, but for me, I choose not to listen to that and I choose not to feed into that. And, um, you know, that is what it is. And so, now this is me making a vow to myself to do what I was put on this earth to do, regardless of anybody's negative opinion, um... I, I plan on getting myself healthy, um, sorry, I thought I heard something, I plan on getting myself healthy, I plan on, um, you know, just using my time more wisely than what I have been doing, um, especially since, like, it's halfway through the year, and I have not, I've not worked um I started like a little like business and I've been doing that so it's not like I have not been making money but um it's just like you know with all the free time that I have like you would think like a lot of things would be in order around this motherfucker and it's not um but I'm slowly getting there like I said I've been washing walls and <laughs> throwing things away. If you know me, you know it is so hard for me to throw stuff away. When I reorganize, I usually just, like, find a way to, like, maybe condense. But to throw things away fully, I don't do that. Especially if it's paperwork. And I've been doing good. Excuse me. Once again. Whew. um, I've been doing good with getting rid of stuff and... And um, just like I don't, uh, it's just so freeing, I guess I would say. Like, I have been um, happy, really happy, like for real, honestly, this year, no matter what has happened, as far as things not going in my favor for this or for that, or whatever you want to call it, I have been so much more happy this year. I can't even remember the last time I was this happy. Being a mom is so fulfilling to me. But to also be a mom, be a wife, and to have my own hobbies and things to look forward to, I think that makes it that much more, like, fulfilling. Because I have seen a lot of women who make their kids their whole entire life And then when their kids um, get older, as kids do, um, it's like they don't know what to do. Like, they have no idea how to live life. And I don't want to be that way. So, I just... um, I guess, like, obviously what I'm trying to say is I'm just so happy. I... I feel so fulfilled right now in my life. I don't know what else to say besides thank God. Thank God, because I prayed for this. I prayed and prayed and prayed to be a stay-at-home mom. I worked so hard to get to this spot in my life. I refuse to let any type of negativity or any type of um you know the next person's drama or whatever because I refuse to let that get in my way. I refuse. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't have I never have a problem with hearing out what somebody is going through. But if you look at to me um to be the solution I can't. I have to be right now at this point in my life. I have to be the solution for myself and for my children. And the only way that I could be that solution is if I have all of my time devoted to just that. I don't have a problem with listening to a friend and being like you know oh girl if I was you I would do you know blah 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 or a family member like oh my goodness well I know that this might help and that might help and blah 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 I don't have a problem with that but as far as me always jumping up and getting in my car and doing this and that for this person and I I just can't be that person anymore. Because once you get that deep into somebody else's situation, it becomes your situation whether you want it to or not. And I can't. And I won't. And if that makes me a bad person, then I guess I'm a bad person. But I literally like... I can't. I cannot go back to that person. I can't go back. I can't go back. I cannot go back. I can't even say that enough times. I can't go back. Going back is death for me. And if that sounds dramatic, it's because you don't know where I would be going back to. But going back, I can't go back, and I won't, and what, however that situation end up, it's just going to have to end up that way. <laughs> it's just not me anymore. <clears throat> Sorry, it's just not me anymore. I'm not... Um, not her. I'm not that girl. It's not me. <laughs> um. But anyway, um. This really was very meditative for me. But I think I'm about to meditate anyway because I like the feeling and I like the clarity. So, um, I probably won't make another podcast tonight, but I do have something else in mind to say, which is a whole different subject. Um, so I'm probably going to make another one, um, in the morning, hopefully, I hope so. Um, but anyway, um... I hope that you guys find the best you and then get better. Whatever that means for you, do it. Seriously, do it. Um anyway, I hope you guys are having a good night, a good day, a good week, a good month, a good year. Um a good time in general, honey. Um I miss you guys so much. I Promise that I will not go this long without making another podcast Um, I hope to be doing something daily Um, I do have something in mind as far as again something that I feel like I'm very passionate about and I hope that it's received well because I wouldn't be the first person to be doing it but (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway and also, I started re-watching Pretty Little Liars, so yeah, I'm going to be talking about that. I don't care how old I am, um, this is my second time watching it. Obviously, the first time was when it first came out, and it's so crazy how my opinion of the show has changed. I still love it, first of all. I still love it. But certain things about the show is just so crazy to me that, like, my mindset is, like, completely different. And I see things, like, so differently um, with different situations. Um, So, anyway. Yeah. I will be talking about that, um, Pretty Little Liars. Um, I will try to do Bridgerton also. Uh, I can't really think of any shows right now, but I'll scruff some stuff together, I don't know, <laughs> but anyway, love you guys, um, please tune in for whatever else I come up with, thank you, okay, hi everybody, it's been a while, um, I hope it's not too hard to hear me, I'm trying not to be loud, cause only me and my son at, at this undog hour, um, but, Okay, so I don't know if it's because it's back to school time or what, but people have been um like basically like having a, you know, opinions about um parents again. (laughs) And um so somebody I follow on TikTok, um I would say she TikTok famous, but she more like whole internet famous um but anyway she was talking about like after I had a baby like I changed and it's not like I can just jump up and do things at the drop of a dime I have a child now and there's some stuff that I'm not gonna want to do anymore because I have a child now and I don't understand I don't sorry I don't mean I don't understand I don't um expect for my friends to who don't have kids to be on the same level of understanding with me like y'all don't have to stop your life you know because of me or whatever but I do think that it's very strange that certain friends not all like kind of like fade into the background and then y'all like never friends again and then all of a sudden when they become a parent now like they want you to like do play dates with them and stuff like that and it's like gray you hated the fact that I was a mom two years ago and I don't know like even like okay To piggyback off of that, a guy also made a post saying, like, you know, I have a lot of female friends, um, and one thing that I don't like that they feel like they need to do, the ones that are moms, is, like, constantly apologize for, like, like, if we were supposed to go out for drinks Friday night, and then they call me Friday afternoon and be like, sorry, I did have a babysitter, but the babysitter backed out, like, why are you saying Sorry and he like honestly you know i'm the type of person like i'll just come to your house and you know have a couple of drinks with you obviously if you feel like that's safe some people you know don't like to drink in front of their kids so that's a whole other thing but um you know and so um he's like you know i'm not number one priority our friendship is not number one priority you have a man you have kids or even if you just only have kids Um, and no, man, (laughs) you have responsibilities and that those don't include me and what I got going on. So there's that. Hold on. Okay. Had to take a mom pause, but okay. So he's like, oh, you know, like when they say like, oh, sorry, I couldn't find a babysitter. I know we're supposed to hang out. I'm so sorry. Or like, um, if they on the phone and he/she have to like tend to her kids, the first thing she says, "I'm sorry, hold on," or like, "My bad, my my kid needed something," you know, whatever, whatever. And he's like, basically, like, it's strange that you know you have to feel the need to like apologize for these things, and that's something that I never realized that I was doing. But I'm a how I put it. I'm an apologizer anyway. Like, (laughs) I profusely say sorry multiple times throughout the day. So, I guess I just never picked up on it. But now I feel like that's something that I'm gonna work on. Like, why should I be sorry because I can't find a babysitter? Like, I'm not sorry because I trust that... I feel like... (sighs) When you try to like get into that mode of. I still want to be the same me as I was before I had kids. So I'm still going to go out. I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to do that. Now some people do have. Um, safe people in their life. But. Me personally. When I did have childcare, It wasn't necessarily that it was not safe. It was just that people continuously show me that like the next person does not care about your kids the same way that you do and I'm not talking about um you know somebody I'm talking about family and it it was just something that like I had to be like okay you know this person don't care about my kids the way that I do that don't mean that they don't care that just means that the way that I care and the way that I'm invested in my children's lives is different from the next person. Like, obviously me, well, I don't know if it's obvious or not, but me and my husband, we agree 100%. We, we usually agree on discipline. We agree on snacks or not snacks, um, uh, meals, things like that. Like, we usually, like, on the same level. So, I feel like that's enough. For us, like, I don't have to prove, like, my parenting skills or prove anything to the next person. Like, it's, it's not that I don't trust um, that somebody loves my child. It's just that I don't trust that you love my child the way that I do. And the amount of protectiveness that I feel for my child is not the same amount of protectiveness that you would feel, and that's not a bad thing. Like it's not an argument, it's not a competition. This is my child. Of course, I'm gonna go to that. I'm gonna go to war every single time because it's my child. I can, I carried them in my belly. I breastfed them. I clothed them. I bathed them. I'm, I fed them. You know what I mean? So it's like obviously, you know. But there are certain people who will try to make you feel bad for feeling like that. And I'm not gonna lie, with my daughter, I um did go through a little bit of yah yah ya because I was trying to um appease other people. And then certain little things was happening like to her or around her that I um I disagree with. It. I mean, it's not no other way to sugarcoat it. Like, you know, um, like if I specifically, when she would go to my mom's house, if I specifically say, I don't want her to be, a, al- you know, alone with my brother in his room and it wasn't for no weird shit. It was just that he, um, he was like a collect, he had, he collects like, <laughs> weird things and sometimes uh sharp things and he didn't have a sense of um this is dangerous for a baby i shouldn't let her touch this i shouldn't let her play with it it was more so like he would let her do things and then when she got hurt be very surprised and shocked that she was hurt so obviously that's somebody that's not responsible enough and not like um I don't know how to put it, like, there's no way that any person would believe that he should be alone with kids because he just didn't have a very good understanding of this is safe, this is not safe, right? And so I specifically said, like, you know, if they're going to play together, which they always did, can somebody be around them? And it seemed like after I said that, She got left alone with him even more. And so here's all these scratches and bruises. And I'm like, um, it was three, three separate incidents. And every single time I'm like, oh, wow, what happened to her face? Oh, what happened to her arm? Oh, what happened to her leg? Dead silence. And then he, being the type of person that he is, the truthful person, at least truthful with me, he would say like, Oh, um, we was throwing something back and forth and I threw it too hard and it hit her in the face. Um, or, or, you know, whatever. And so it's just like, everybody quiet. Nobody know. Nobody want to say nothing. And so my thing is, how don't y'all know if y'all not leaving her by herself with him? If everybody in the room and everybody like is there when they plan, then how come nobody know? And I thank God that my brother is at least an honest person. And, you know, now, like, he has, like, a diagnosis and he is um, in charge of, like, his own therapy, his own mental health. So, like, he is getting help. But it just was the simple fact that, like... He's not a purposefully bad person, which is why I say, like, it's not no weird shit, like, but it's just somebody who you know, like, shouldn't be alone with a kid, and I used to say it over and over and over again, over and over and over again, he should not be alone with children, not just my child, no child at all, because he does not have the forethought of, this is not safe for a a baby, this is not safe for a toddler, he just, like, did what he wanted to do, and then thought about it later on when it was too late. Which again, like I said, it it doesn't, I'm not trying to make him out to sound like a bad person, but I'm just trying to like paint the picture of why I said what I said. So fast forward to a different child being in the home and him behaving the same way because this is his, he can't help how his brain works. So like, come on now. This is him. This is him as a person. And, you know, it it wasn't like he specifically had something against my daughter or whatever. This is just, that's just how his mind works. And he couldn't wrap his mind around kids need to learn. And what you're doing is, is potentially harmful. So anyway, now that this other kid is in the house almost immediately, Everybody is now recognizing he should not be alone with kids. He just, you know, oh, you know, he's not protective enough. He doesn't have that, like, in his mind that, like, I shouldn't let this baby play in the kitchen because what if they touch the stove? Or we should cover. It's just like, you know, it just wasn't like, it's just not a part of his brain he really has no sense of danger for himself either so I just felt like you know oh my gosh that's so crazy because they made me feel so crazy for wanting for saying like he should not be alone with kids they made it seem like it was something that it wasn't and all I was just saying is that like He just shouldn't be alone with no kid. I mean, like, ain't nothing else to really freaking put into it. So, you know, other instances where, like, he used to, like, you know, um, like, lash out um, with one of my sisters. Well, with both of them, but I'm specifically talking about one. He used to lash out with one of my sisters. And I used to always be like, why do you um, do that in front of my child? And you know, like. Me and my husband, we do not fight, argue, yell, and scream or nothing of that nature in front of our kids. If we have a disagreement, we um, either handle it calmly or wait until we can handle it calmly and then that's how we do it. Like, that's it. So, I'm like, why, why do you keep on doing this like in front of her and I'm steady telling you like, you know, leave him alone. Like, you study picking at him, you study messing with him and then, you know, when he blow up, eventually he will you act so surprised and shocked and oh um you know the baby was crying because she was scared of him blah blah but she would have never been in that situation if you just would have left him alone like literally and so she acted like you know she really didn't know what i was talking about these situations so unavoidable blah blah but then when she had her child she went to war which you should no shade, you should, you absolutely should, you should always protect your children, but it was just like, automatically like, I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that, um, he, he's not gonna be alone with my child, blah, 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 but when I said something to you about, you the one that's supposed to be like, babysitting my daughter, I'm paying you to watch her, I'm leaving her in your care, and then you leaving her with him, and her favorite thing to say was, Well, she, she want to be around him. Yeah, that's her uncle. And plus kids, I don't know. Kids just like do that. I don't know how to put it, but like as the adults to me, it should have been easy for you to say like, okay, I know this is dangerous and I know she want to play with her uncle. So I'm going to get him. So I'm going to sit, you know, she could have sat on her phone. I'm going to be around and let them play. And you know, when I get tired, we just finna go to a different room, and you know, that is what it is, you know, whatever the case, or I'm just not gonna let him play with her at all because I know how it's gonna end. And it just was so crazy to me that, like, soon as she had a kid, all of a sudden, like, all of the stuff that I was saying, and not just about my brother, about multiple people, all of the stuff that I was saying, it was like, oh okay i guess you wasn't that crazy oh i see what you were saying now and this this and that and it's like i know (laughs) i know i wasn't crazy and i don't purposefully try to like hurt nobody feelings or leave nobody out when it comes to my kids but nobody is going to be more sad or upset or hurt than me if something happened to my kids so I have to go with my gut and if that means like you don't see my child every single time you want to and I don't jump up every single time and be like oh here oh look look here's my baby look at my if that is what that means then that's it you know like I don't know how else to put it. I don't know how else to like solidify that. And so it's like, um, I personally feel like when people have kids and then they all of a sudden, you know, they are a whole totally completely different person and they have switched up their life and, um, you know, now with certain things that they won't do or, you know, refuse to do or whatever the case, I love that. I love that for them because um you should protect your kids you should and i don't and that's not to say that you should change because everybody like not living a dangerous crazy lifestyle like sometimes you don't have to change and stuff just work out for you but if you feel like you need to change and to protect your kids or to give your kids a better life that's what you should be doing and don't let nobody tell you no different because they they're gonna say what they want to say and then, sooner or later, it's like, oh, okay, I see why you said, oh, you is right, oh, I see why you said that. And even if they never come around, even if they never see things from your perspective, oh, well. You protecting your kids and just leave it at that. Because you cannot, appe- you cannot appease everybody. You cannot, um, you never going to have every single person support. It's always going to be somebody... They look at you like you do too much. And, you know, um, your, your kids is not all that special. So why is you acting like they... At the end of the day, my kids do not have to be special to nobody but me. My kids do not have to be precious to nobody but me. And I actually even teach them that. In this home, in this space, I care about your feelings. I care about your opinion. I care... Um, about your safety but when you walk out of this house and you are not in my presence you cannot expect everybody to care about them tears baby you cannot expect everybody to um, look at you and see that you're in distress and jump to help you that's not how the world works I teach my kids that I teach my kids that sometimes it's okay to um, if you feel safe, leave. Or call somebody so that you can leave. Because um, obviously, like, they're kids. So, like, <laughs> how could they just get up and go? But I think it's very important for everybody to have a safe space. And for me, um, emotionally, I never did until I got my own home. I never just, like, emotionally had a safe place where, like, I can feel what I'm feeling, even if it's only for 30 seconds, and and have nobody be like, I'm overreacting, or I don't make no sense, or I need to let it go, or, you know... I think that, excuse me, everybody should be allowed to feel how they feel. Even if you don't want to talk to anybody about it and you just write it down or you just want to spend some time to yourself, let that be that. And and, and don't feel sorry for it. But also remember, again, when you go out into the world, other people are not obligated to care about when you cry or when you feel upset about something or the fact that You don't like the color blue, so why would they give you a blue straw with your, you know, nobody, nobody cares. The people who love you and that are in your safe place, they care. But outside in the world, sometimes you just have to learn to cope with the fact that some stuff is going to happen that you don't like. And that's something that I think is important, you know, to teach my kids um, because, I don't know, because it is, because it's important. So, moral of the story, be the parent that you want to be. Be the parent that you wish you had. Be um, the parent that, just be the parent. (laughs) Be the parent. I was, I was, um, listening to this, uh, you know, Reddit thing or whatever, um, story. And this girl was asking if she was being weird for not bending the rules for her sister-in-law when it came to her baby. So my first initial response to, you know, the question was, no, you, you have rules for your newborn. You shouldn't bend them for anybody. But then this is how the story goes. They... If you come to the house, you have to bring a gift for mom and baby or a gift card. The gift has to be on the approved list. And um, you also have to bring a meal. And you also have to pick a chore to like do while you're there. Um, don't touch the baby unless I give you permission to touch the baby and don't, um, don't stay for more than two hours, I believe is what it was, and you could only come twice a week, each per each individual person, you could only come twice a week, so, mm, some of the rules was kind of weird to me, like, the gift thing, um, that was strange. Um, because she did admit that the gifts was the gifts that she wanted was more on the like expensive side plus you not only just ask it for something for your baby you want something for you too and so like i felt like that was kind of weird um the bring a dish thing is not when you i know when i first had my kids it was so hard walking around or standing um which is very painful it was very like Oh my God. <laughs> and six weeks is, they try to tell you like, oh, six weeks is enough time to heal. Like you should, you going to feel better after six weeks. You're not. Um, it takes longer than six weeks. I have no idea why they think that you're supposed to just pop up and go right back into the workforce after six weeks. But anyway, um, so the dish thing, I understand that the chore thing Mm, i understand a little bit um i personally like it's certain things that i wouldn't want somebody else to do like i don't want somebody else to do my laundry um i don't mind somebody else washing my dishes but don't put them away don't put them in the cabinet because i like how i put them in the cabinet and um it would just be me going behind you and putting them in the cabinet um other than that. That's it. You know, those are my only two, like, little, you know, nitpicky things. So, yeah, you know, that was weird. But anyway, the sister-in-law, she was, like, a college student, a broke college student. And so she was, like, instead of the gift, um, instead of me coming and and bringing a gift, because I literally, I have absolutely no money. Like, I seriously don't have the money that you're, like, for what you want. Because, like I said, it's a pre-approved list. I don't have the money but i would do like extra chores or you know whatever because she was like leaving for school and this was going to be her only time being able to see the baby um and for months because she was gonna be going to be gone to college and she was like um no basically no if i make exception for you i would have to make an exception for other people and um the gift thing is non-negotiable da. it's not nothing wrong with setting boundaries and sticking to your boundaries and that's what she did and so um do I personally think that it's weird like that you couldn't be understanding yeah and I also personally think it's weird that you think you deserve gifts for having a baby like for me for my daughter um I had a gender reveal Which was kind of like a diaper party also like basically like people came they brought diapers and we played a little game and then I just announced the gender. Um, and I had two baby showers, one in the, um, one where I live and then the other one in Chicago. Um, so she really was like set, um, and my father-in-law like every single time he saw us, he was giving me diapers. Um... She was really set. She was well taken care of, you know. For my son, it was more COVID. It was COVID time. So, like, he did not have a baby shower. I did an Amazon um, wish list, you know, put out, like, oh, this is for the baby. And it wasn't, like, I don't, I didn't know that people put baby furniture on their Amazon wish list. It was more like blankets, um, uh, onesies some you know outfit sets stuff like that diapers wipes i didn't do like the crib a breast pump um stuff like that so anyway um i (laughs) that's what i did i i didn't i also didn't have a i did have a diaper party sorry i did have a diaper party and people came they brought diapers and i made these little gift bags with those little like um bottles of wine um in them and like candy and a thank you like little note or whatever um and like we just came sat around talked about the baby it was it was cute you know it was very small like I said it was during the pandemic so it was like eh. but um yeah I, for my son I, how oh for my son for his like gender reveal I wanted to be cute And include my daughter so i like put this white shirt on and like we took one picture and then i let her dip her hands in some blue paint and put them on my belly and we took a picture like that and you couldn't really like see the blue and then took her hands away like all surprised and you saw her blue hands you saw my blue belly it's a boy it was so cute it was cute and so, well, it was cute to me anyway. I guess, like, some people was like, okay, Red, you're doing one to me. But I still, like, didn't expect, like, it was people, you know, who shared my wish list but didn't, like, buy anything off of it. And I still was like, you know, that's fine. Like, I didn't, I'm the one that's having the baby. I'm the one that wanted to have the baby. I planned for this baby why would i then turn around and expect for other people to um take care of it um i'm the one I want to be a mom i gotta do what i gotta do so i don't know i just thought that was kind of strange like you gotta bring a gift for mom and baby and it's got to be a part of this approved gift list and i don't know i just feel like that was kind of like unreasonable and I think it mostly was like, girl, if you don't want nobody to come to your house and you don't want nobody to come see your baby, then just don't answer your door. What they finna do, break in? So, that's what it's that's that's what it really came off to to me. Like, you have all these rules and regulations and stuff like that, and of course, there's gonna be some people who do it, but in reality, like, just say you want your space. You just had a baby and you like some people like go through different feelings and emotions and stuff like that. Like when I had my daughter um I personally feel like I didn't get time to myself or to like just me and my daughter. It was always somebody needing something and the and they will always try to be like, well it's good to get out of the house anyway. You shouldn't be sitting in the house anyway. So here I am hot because it's um, sp- um about to, it's about to, it's like, you know, that little in-between time of like spring and summer. So it's getting warmer and warmer. Here I am hot, just had a baby. So I'm, my body is like really feeling uncomfortable. I don't know how else to explain it. And then also like I'm breastfeeding. So like... I can't even like I didn't have a hand pump I only have the pump that you um, plug in and so it's like I can't even like pump while I'm out I'm wasting all of this milk because it's literally all over my shirt and I just really like could not say no I really did not have um, healthy boundaries and with my son I started to form those boundaries, though, before I had my son. So, I don't want to make it seem like it was just so automatic for him. Like, no. I would say, like, maybe once my daughter turned two is when I started to, like, be like, okay. If it's not healthy for me, it can't possibly be healthy for my daughter. I'm running myself crazy for other people who would not do the same for me. I need to back it up and reverse it and, and quite literally would prove that they wouldn't do the same for me and so it was just like like you know how like when you got a car and you giving everybody a right to work and everybody like you know a right to school or to a laundromat to the grocery store and then something happened to your car like it's in a shop or you need a new car and it's gonna take a little minute and so now you need help for a little while, like for me personally, let's say it was about a week. It could have been less than a week, but I know it wasn't more than a week. And those same people who I gave rise to and helped out and stuff like that, except one, um, did not want to help me. Um, I was more than willing to give gas money. I was more than willing to, oh, if you want grocery shopping on Wednesday can I tag along? Absolutely not. It was a lot of funny acting, it was a lot of weird stuff, and it was something that I'd never want to go back to, because it really, like, just opened up my eyes to the fact that, like, damn, I I literally, like, be running myself crazy, having anxiety attacks, mental breakdowns, because I don't have any time to myself to just unwind and relax, because I'm running ragged for all of these people Only to, when it's my turn, for them to look at me and be like, no, you asking for too much. They have boundaries. They set those boundaries. They're sticking to their boundaries. And I, at the time, did not have the capability of doing that. And it just clicked. And I know it's weird, like, oh, the car situation. But, yeah, it just clicked. And also, you know, with my daughter, it was easy. That part was easy for me to be like, oh, okay, no. As soon as you do something weird around my child, it's a no. I don't care. Ain't no second chances. Ain't no, um, it was a mistake. No. As soon as I feel like you moving funny, uh-uh. But for me personally, it was a lot of times that I, um, I had separation anxiety so bad for my daughter. Like I used to cry all the time and like feel like so anxious being away from her and so like i'm going to work eight hours i used i was working full time so sometimes it was eight hours sometimes it was a little bit more and then i'm getting off work and like you know spending literally like maybe 30 minutes with my child till my phone and somebody needs something and now like I'm, i'm jumping up to go do it and this thing is only supposed to take 30 minutes but here it is three hours later I'm leaking again like all over my shirt. My milk is literally going to waste and my baby is at home without me. These are hours I'm spending away from my child on top of not being on top of being a full-time worker. And so, yeah, it got to the point where I just felt so crazy. I felt so exhausted and it really like kicked into me like soonest People like, as soon as I needed something, people started being like, No, nah, I don't know what to tell you, girl. Uh, no, nah, I can't do that. It was just like, Okay, I'm not gonna argue with nobody, I'm not gonna beg and plead and none of that. A no is a no, and that's cool. And now, like with my son, those same people kind of feel like, Well, you did it before, why are you not doing it now? Or like, Damn, you don't be answering your phone. Da-da-da. When I don't feel like talking, I'm not going to. If I don't feel like seeing you, I'm not going to. And shoot, that just is what it is. <laughs> I I cannot afford to continuously make everybody happy at the at the um risk of making myself feel that way again. I never want to feel like that again um and I do feel like my kids are like happier now that I like again like I said if I don't want to answer the phone I'm not gonna answer the phone if I don't want to go I'm not gonna go um if I'm feeling anxious like I I know how to work through that now and I do feel like my kids are are happier like even my daughter like she's only six but She'll say stuff like, um, you know, you, you know I smile more or, like, um, I'm just, like, happier. Like, we laugh a lot more. We play a lot of games together. Um, it's just different. It's just different. Like, I don't, I don't know. And that's why I, I say, like, setting boundaries and sticking to those boundaries, that's not a problem. But the whole gifting with the story, that was weird to me. But anyway, um, yeah. Parent how you want to parent, like I said in the beginning. As long as your kid's safe and healthy and fed and clothed and they happy with you. You don't have to prove to t- nothing to nobody or make somebody else happy or none of that. Like, do your own thing. Um... And, and you'll be happy. I think that when the parents are happy, the kids automatically, like, a little bit more happy also. Like, just, like, seeing your parent, like, smile more, sing a little bit, whistle, dance a little. Like, you feel happy. You feel joy seeing other people um, feel joy also. So, yeah. Um, I hope you guys have a good week, day, month, year night <laughs> that was out of order but i said it all so you know <laughs> i'm getting sleepy now um but yes you guys do something nice for somebody else do something nice for yourself smile up uh, smile for no reason laugh a little bit um and you know enjoy life love you Bye.